The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life. How about something that makes you smile? How about something that makes you laugh? How about something that makes you think, that's fun? Wouldn't that be nice? The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Like we say, always we always hope before the show is over. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use. Probably won't, but we can if we want to be doers of the word and not just hearers of the word. If you're a doer, you build your whole foundation on a rock. If you're just a hearer, you're building it on the sand. Not a good idea. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show right here. We don't know what we're doing. We've we've just proven that all the way through. We have no idea what's going to happen. We've also demonstrated that quite clearly. And we don't care. And we've proven that as well. Here's what we've got. For the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So we're asking questions about living life as a Christian, that process. Some of us went to church yesterday. Some of us heard a good message. Some of us were inspired. Pastor Kurt over at Stillwater Community Church in Rowlett, fabulous, fabulous sermon. Just absolutely great. But you know what? It's Monday. And Monday means here we go. And so you got to get ready. You have to have your mind ready. You got to have your heart ready. You got to be ready to be connected to the Lord all day long, not just for Sunday mornings from, you know, 11 to 1230 or from 930 to 11 or whatever it is. You've got to be ready all day long because this is not a momentary faith. It is a lifetime journey in the Lord. So we're encouraging you, if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want you to let it die of loneliness. You just got to give us a call, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. And when you do that, you get to talk to Terrific T, just like we used to say, our favorite saying, just like getting some fresh-baked chocolate chip cookies right out of the oven. How great is that? You can also text us, by the way, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org, which leads us to the website. 
And on the website, there are videos, there's audios, there's little sayings, there's little goofy things. I think there's a joke or two. There's old sermons. There's an opportunity to give if the Lord puts it on your heart. And there's an opportunity to order a book for nothing if the Lord puts it on your heart. Go check out hemustincrease.org. Website, he must increase.org, he must increase.org. Email David at he must increase.org. Facebook, he must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. All right. So there are so many things going on that I have to be very careful in what I tell you. At 2 o'clock, I'm going to have an announcement where you guys, who are a part of the show, are going to actually have a chance to help in a doctorate. Again, only this one is going to be major, major, major. I can't tell you much more than that. Just kind of kind of build it up to that. But let's just say the audience is going to help choose how the doctorate gets manifested. How about that? You will have input. Okay, this is a shared responsibility. The the purpose of apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, pastors and teachers is to equip the saints for ministry. You know who has ministry? You do. And you're going to help function and coordinate ministry, and we'll talk about that a wee bit later. Uh, Additionally, I will tell you this. You might hear it in my voice. I might seem like I'm just doing pretty good. Well, that's because I have no homework tonight. Zero. How much? Zero. How much? Zero. I'm so happy about that. One more class, and then boom, we go into our final project. Just letting you know, just kind of keeping everybody in tune. Please don't forget to be praying for our audience. Mimi's had uh, one of our faithful listeners has been having some interesting things happen in the Holy Spirit. You want to make sure that you pray and ask the Lord to bless her and guide her. We've got everybody like Ace, and we've got people like Gary, and people that are a part of our group. We have Eric, and we have Al, and we have Ronnie, and we have Bobby, and we have uh, Paul, and we have everybody that calls in. I can't start naming them all. You guys know that. But there's probably about 40 names. You know, we have Joanne and, and Cordelia. Everybody connecting in, just pray for the radio audience. Remember, this is not church. This is an encouragement for you to go to church. This is a fellowship, an on-air Christian fellowship. That's what we're doing. In the meantime, beyond all of that, we're going to get into Thessalonians. We've been in, for, for those that listen to the show often, we are doing seven different books. Three, three, four, five expository, two narrative <laughs> and uh, right now we're in Thessalonians, and that's how we start off on Monday. And here we go. It's not a very complex one, but I want to talk to you about it because it's very intimate, very important. Here is what Paul wrote when he wrote to the church at Thessalonica. He writes here in First Thessalonians chapter four. He picks it. We're picking it up briefly with verse nine or chapter three, picking it up with verse nine, but concentrating on verse ten. It says, "How can we thank God for you in return for all the joy?" We experience before our God because of you. Verse 10. As we pray very earnestly night and day to see your face, to see you face to face would be the Greek, and to complete what is lacking in your faith. Let's just talk about the first part first. As we pray very earnestly night and day. So you do hear me say that we can mention one another in prayer, and you can, but you do have to mean it. In other words, when I pray, for example, for Sam, 
okay, for Samson, or when I'm praying for Eric, well, I'm not sitting there and go help Eric and help this person, help this, help this. You know, Eric's got a family. Eric has a life. He's a Christian. He exists in this uh, universe. And so instead of just praying help him, help him, help him, it's like, Lord, surround him with your presence. Be a part of what he's doing. Just strengthen him. Walk with him. And then I pray help him. The idea behind that is even if you're going to mention – let me say it this way. Mean it when you make the mention. So the reason that I'm bringing this up is because I've talked to people ad nauseum, and people pray, but what they do is they think, well, I don't really know what to say, and then uh, I don't really you know, think much about it, and I just you know, think of the person, move on, move on, move on. Okay, well, slow it down. You're not in a race when you're praying with God. It's not on your market set, go, say as much as you can. Here we go. I'm going to pray really fast because I want God to hear everything I have to say. Here I go. That's not what it is. Okay, Prayer is communion with God. It's talking to him, and it's bringing these things before him. And maybe you'll just pray for the radio audience in general, and then a couple of people will pop up in your thoughts, and you'll go, oh, hey, you know, this person's going through this, or we know Samson's going through a tough time, or we know that, that Jane needs prayer healing and, and touch. This is the kind of thing that you want to be engaged with when we're praying. So when he says pray earnestly, and then he says this, and this is the killer. This is the one that uh, I think all of us might know that there's a, there's a reality here. Uh, as we pray earnestly night and day. Now you got you to pray at 9 o'clock. You got to pray at 3 o'clock. You got to pray at 6 o'clock. Really? Night and day. I don't know. What time is night? Night is night. What time is day? Day. When you should be praying often, right? We're supposed to all continually be in prayer. It's not that you never say anything to anybody and you're just praying all the time. It's a sensitivity. It's an awareness. It's an in-touchness. It doesn't mean that you pray from sundown to sunrise or from sunrise to sundown. It just means be aware, be in tune, be connected, be sensitive enough where if the Lord wants you to pray for somebody, you can do it. And when you pray, mean it. When earnest prayer is being encouraged, it's just meaningful prayer. Unfortunately, in my own life, when I pray for certain things and certain people, there are times where it just dribbles down the left side of my cheek. And that's not very earnest, is it? Nope, not really. Then there's other times where I'll pray for people, and you know, I know it's bizarre, but sometimes you get into it, and it's just like, Lord, you know, let them really find this, and da 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 da. And then you hear back, or you hear a report, or somebody, that person that you're praying for, connects to you and tells you, oh, this was answered, and this was answered. And you're like, you get to share in their victory because you're a part of it because you're praying. It's one of the coolest things that, that Romans 15.30 really brings about. Paul says, join me in my struggle by praying for me. Join the struggle. Join your brothers and sisters. Join them in the victory. Join them in the struggle. Join them in the, uh, the rejoicing and join them in the weeping. And that's how you connect. That's how you carry one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ, which is what? To love God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind and to love your neighbor as you love yourself. So earnestly pray. Be sensitive, ready, always prepared to bring it before the Lord night and day. Isn't that cool? I like it.
All right, watch. We have a new exit and intro. You'll catch it in a second. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Moving is hard. It's a moment that everyone dreads. But wait, there's an answer. Jesus can help. And for the moving parts, Men of God Moving is there for you. Men of God Moving is a full-service Christian moving company that is locally owned and operated, serving the entire Dallas and Fort Worth area. Men of God Moving helps with homes, apartments, offices, long and short distance relocations, and so much more. They offer packing and unpacking services, loading and unloading, assembling and disassembling, plus many other helpful services. Tell them you heard it on the David Spoon Experience and receive a substantial discount. Substantial means a whole bunch. Call them at 817-707-7672 or go to their website, menofgodmoving.com. That's menofgodmoving.com. And check them out on Facebook. The Lord's Word says, serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not men. Ephesians 6, 7. Allow men of God moving the privilege of serving you. And listen to Johnny Hill, the owner, often on the David Spoon Experience. To hear his testimony, reach out to men of God moving. Johnny's testimony will move you. God bless. A couple things I think we'll open up with. I've decided to open up with a story that I wasn't going to open up with because it's such an outrageous story. But it's not an outrageously super bad story. It's an outrageously super dumb story. There's a big difference. Bad is when I tell you, which I'll be telling you probably in the next segment, how the federal government is creating a database to track down uh, hate speech as they define it. That's bad. We'll talk about that a little bit. This is dumb, but it's funny dumb. Dumb, ha-ha, funny, but not entirely. Get this. Now, I'm holding a picture in my hand. You can't see it. But there are four monkeys in this picture that I'm holding. And the headline reads this. Millions in taxpayer money used to study drunken monkeys. No, no, really, drunken monkeys. And you're thinking, no, you're making that up. Nope. Federal government reportedly has spent $3.2 million so far in order to get monkeys drunk in order to study the effect of alcohol on the monkeys. I don't know. See, I don't know where you're even going to go. Where are you going to go with this? There's, I'm going nowhere, Dave. There's no... I got nothing to there's say. There's no comment that anybody can make. The David Spoon Experience. If Jesus... Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. You like that? That's the new uh, branding for the station, the truth station. I love it. I love it. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. It's not a truth. It's the truth, by the way. 
just so you can know. It's not, uh, you will know a truth. Two plus two is four. I am free. That's not what that means. Okay? I'm just making sure everybody gets that. Uh, so don't forget, you can call in on praise reports, prayer requests. I probably didn't really hammer that as much as I should have. I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm young. Uh, but here is our first trivia question. Where is our first trivia question? Here's our first trivia question uh, for this segment. Get ready. Complete the fifth beatitude. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the merciful. Now you got to finish that. Blessed are the merciful what? What's the rest of that? You can call in 972-445-0770 if you want to, to be on the phone. You can also text in 214-210-8483. And then you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Most of you know that uh, you should be in Matthew 5 if you can't figure out uh, where to go. Okay, that would be Matthew 5. You want to check that out? You want to answer the trivia question? Blessed are the merciful for, and that is where we'll leave that. Let's do a quick, do you want to do DNA? You want to do that? We only, yeah, let's do DNA. Uh, we'll do that uh, quickly, and I just think it's hilarious because we were just talking about prayer night and day. Uh, that's why this is a daily importance right here, DNA. It's an acronym. Here's what it stands for on our end. It's not the only one. It's not a perfect one. It's just ours. D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily, because b- believe it or not, that's the answer to everything. <laughs> do you want? You really want to know the answer to everything? That's it. Right there. Draw closer to the Lord. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed. Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me and my words, I'll be ashamed of you. It's like, no, no, no. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve. So that's an important part because you're being sensitive to God, but you're also being sensitive to other people besides yourself. And that's where we love God with all our heart, soul, strength, and mind, and love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Thank you very much. Great job. All right. Well, uh, last, and then I'm going to jump into the rest of the teach. Uh, the trivia question is uh, straightforward. It is the – which one? It's the fifth beatitude. Yeah, uh, complete the fifth beatitude. Blessed are the merciful for – and then you just got to answer the question, 972-445-0770, or text 214-210-8483. There will be more trivia questions, so you don't have to get upset if you're not able to get to this one. But there is a sneaky one coming in the next 60 minutes. Sneaky. Mm, isn't that sneaky? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, let's uh, get to this next part of this because I want to make sure you don't misunderstand one of the things that Paul is saying here. We're going to back it up to verse 10 as we pray very earnestly night and day to see you face to face. Okay, That's something that I've been praying about for our radio audience is some kind of way for people to see each other face to face. We're still working on that. Somebody is calling in for the trivia question. We'll get that. And then we're going to – after we have that answered, we're going to define what, it, what he means when he says to complete what is lacking in your faith, what does that mean since we don't come behind anything in, in, our, in, in the things that we need because of the Holy Spirit? What is he talking about? We'll get to that right after we get the trivia question answered. Here we go. Ready? 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 This is David. Who am I talking to? Donna Gale. Hi! Hi, Donna. How are you? I'm good. How are you, David? I'm doing wonderful. I have no homework tonight, so I'm so happy. I'm just going to be honest. It's like I don't have to sit on the computer and go click, 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 click. 
I can sit on the computer and go, uh, I need an ace to finish this solitaire. <laughs> well, I'm happy to say you, David. Isn't that nice? All right. Yeah. Are you ready for this one? Now, this is a great one and one of my favorites of all, uh, even though I forgot it was the fifth one, Complete the Fifth Beatitude, Blessed are the Merciful for... They shall attain mercy. That is correct, Amanda! That is right. Boy, if there's an illustration for us to understand that what a man sows, that shall he also reap. Blessed are for the merciful, so th- for they will receive mercy. Uh, consequently, those that have no mercy will probably receive quite a bit less. So it's like that's an important element, and this is Jesus talking in the Sermon on the Mount, the most read sermon and speech ever in all of history, and he's talking about mercy. And it's like that's important right there, right? Right, that's yeah. right. That's it. Uh, you know, it's so funny. I was, I was finishing up on a paper, and I just I wrote a little bit. It's the hardest thing sometimes to give mercy to the people closest to us because we expect so much from them, and yet they should be the ones that get the highest amount because they're closest to us. Isn't that that's weird? That's so true. Isn't that so we true? We don't think like that, but that's so true. Yep, you're right. That's it. Excellent job. Thank you for starting off the show in such a fine fashion. Terrific. Thanks. Thank you, David. I love you. Uh, you too. God bless you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Here we go. Uh, so we got that. We got that. Uh, great job by Donna Gale. All right. I want to go into this portion here because I don't want you to get uh, tripped up because people, you know, they read something and you take it out of context or if you just read one portion, you get into a little bit of trouble. Here's what the passage says as we pray very earnestly uh, night and day to see your to see you face to face to complete what is lacking in your faith. It's not that you come behind in salvation. OK, this is not what it's talking about at all. Remember, the entire context is Paul going, you guys are great. I love you guys. You guys are – I'm so happy because you guys are doing good. I adore you. You, Oh, you you know what? I live if you're doing good in the Lord. Oh, we got to see each other so we can can kind of fill up what's lacking, and what's lacking is the fellowship. That's what he's talking about. He's like, I want to, you know, you'll gain from me and I'll gain from you because what happens? Every time Christians get together and it's sincere and it's real and it's not overly organized, you know, where the Holy Spirit doesn't have any room to move, when it's not overly organized, you know, when the Holy Spirit doesn't have any room to move, you know, not overly organized, where the Holy Spirit doesn't have any room to move. Uh, when you get together, you have this opportunity to fellowship with one another. And you must remember, uh, you know, even if you're like a math guy, okay, I had somebody that I worked with for, it was always, always going, it's just math. It's just math. It's just math. Okay. Well, if I have an ounce of the Holy Spirit and you have an ounce of the Holy Spirit and uh, Tierra has an ounce of the Holy Spirit and the three of us get together, that's three ounces of the Holy Spirit. Three ounces is more than one ounce. <laughs> it's just math. So the idea is that our fellowship is what helps us uh, complete what's lacking. And it's really important to understand that it's the way that it's designed by God is other people help us fill in certain gaps that we have in maturity or in understanding or in compassion or in caring and taking care of that what we need is oft, 
often – that's oft is the King James way to say it – but is often placed in another believer, and that's why every part of the body is supposed to help every part of the body, and we're supposed to take care of one another. That, that, this is what the whole design is. One of the great things on this class I just completed, it's just wonderful, how it, it took uh, all the different analogies of what the references are for the church and just really narrowed it down. And of all the things that the church is, because it's many things, it's you know the candlestick, it's a building, you know, it's a temple, you start getting at all these things. When it talks about it being a body, that's not just an image picture because ironically, that's the only image image where specifically God through his scripture says it's not like a body, it actually is a body. And every part in a body supports every other part in a body, and that's what the idea is behind the church. That's that's what it's all about. When two or more are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. It's the one another thing where you're gathering together and helping one another, and then you can help one another in what you need help. You know, it's wonderful if you can find this, and I say that because I know there's people who've gone through things like I have, and you kind of get burned, and you're kind of like really shy about opening up or trusting. But if you can find people that you can share with and trust in and have confidence in, and then you can unload some of the things that you keep built up inside of you, it helps you. And if they can help you carry the burden and they're trustworthy and faithful and they pray with you, then their your victory is their victory and then you have joint victory. You have together victory. And it's just like that. That's the design, Right? I mean, that's the design. I mean, just I'll just use this as an illustration, but I'll do it really fast. So, <clears throat> you know, the legs are, are not the heart. But if you can get the legs to make a little bit of commitment for cardio, do you know what that does? That helps the heart. That helping the heart helps the rest of the body and the circulatory process. It even hel- it helps all of it. Now, you're not talking about abuse or anything. I'm just talking about if you can just get it rolling. That's the principles that we are – Body parts supporting one another, making sure very specifically in Scripture that we are connected to the head, which is Jesus Christ. There you go. That's what the call is. So that's what he's talking about. He's like, oh, I want to, you know, I want to bless you. I want you to be blessed by me. Oh, I miss you guys. I can't wait to see you. We got to complete what's missing because I need you. That's exactly the way that God designed it. You're not going to go to heaven and it's going to be God and you in a room. It's going to be all the people of God and God. I don't even know if there will be a room. (laughs) Who knows? That part doesn't matter. Okay, so uh, there we go. We're going to break from there. And uh, again, listen to the new tag, In and Out. I love it. I think Don did a great job. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Most of my life, it feels like I've been running. The David Spoon Experience is now run by He Must Increase Ministry. 
What this means is that we are no longer operating as a regular business, but as a nonprofit ministry that is devoted to increasing the ministry of Jesus Christ. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Bible believers, the wounded and forgotten believers, and the not yet believers through biblical truths. We are funded by listeners like yourselves and ministry partners that want to provide sponsorships for the show. Your donations are 100% tax deductible. And the great news is, if you donate to our ministry and help us advance the kingdom of God, we won't give you a thing. That's right, you'll get no special prize or gimmick. You won't ever get an anointed Bible or penny in acrylic so that you're never penniless or a guarantee that you'll become rich just because you gave. Your giving will support our unique idea of biblical encouragement. And what you'll receive is a receipt for your giving at the end of the year. It's all about sowing and reaping. Cast your bread upon the water and it will return to you. And if you sow bountifully, you will reap bountifully. But you'll be laying up treasures in heaven. And that's the most excellent place to receive the best return for the longest time on your investment. What happens if you don't give? Nothing except more commercials like this one. Let's spare everyone from more commercials like this one. Go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. And give if you're led to and if you're able to. Let's keep the show going and help increase its time and reach. You must like this show a little bit because, after all, you're hearing this commercial, right? Thank you. But, Jameer, are you there with us? Uh, yeah. Okay, do you think you have an answer on how many days between the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the ascension? Uh, is it 40 days? That is correct, sir. You are a winner. Very nice. Uh-huh. Did you have to look it up, Jameer, or do you know, did you know? Uh-huh. The funny thing is, um, I was reading this book, The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren, and then it was just talking about how God, like, transforms a, a lot of people's lives um, in 40 days, you know, and that happened to be one of the things that he was speaking about. So that was funny. I had just read that today, too. Wow, great timing. It, it taught me something. It taught me something, too. So I just, it's funny how you just spoke about it on the radio show. So I just had to call in, man. I always listen. So, so the trivia question actually had a meaning for you. It did. And now that just pushes me to, like, be more into also my Bible because if I was, like, I should have known that, you know what I'm saying? So... But, you know, that taught me something. I thank you for at least having that question because there's a lot of people who didn't know that, you know, so you're still teaching a lot of people. So thank you. The David Spoon Experience on 770 KAAM.